All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live with episode 76 of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. And we have uh, Bill here today from the Harrison County Development Commission. Uh, we were talking before we got started. It's almost a year. We're super close. I think it was April 6th to 7th. Yeah, yeah 16th, something, like, something that. like that. You were uh, in our old studio. We talked. We were briefly chatting about COVID and if this was how this thing was going to go here we yeah. are almost a year later Boom. and uh, we all know how the hell that went feels so. more like a dog year than exactly than a year, exactly it? exactly oh, we're going to talk about all the uh, cool things that y'all got going on over there in Gulfport man uh we, got, we learned a lot of it's stuff not last just time. Gulfport it's okay all of Harrison coast. County all of Harrison County yeah. okay yeah. I always want to pigeonhole you to Seaway yeah, Road because no, no, I know no. that's where y'all are at yeah, yeah. we we're everywhere you're everywhere okay yeah. um and before we get jumped into the uh to the episode here we want to do like we always do here thank our sponsor that's uh Dr. Robbie Williams at Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. He keeps the show uh, moving forward for us, helps support, man. He's been he's been with us since very early on in the process. So uh, if you're looking for a great local dentist, go check him out. He's over here in Ocean Springs on Washington Avenue. That's him and his friendly staff here for those of you watching the video. Uh, if you want to check him out, they're on all the social platforms at Southern Magnolia Smiles. Um, you can check them out on their website. That's www.southernmagnoliasmiles.com or hit them up on the landline at 228 Two one five one two zero two, and he's the one in the middle. Yes, if you didn't, if know. anybody was asking, yeah, if anybody was wondering. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like we were saying, it's been almost a year to the day. We're gonna call it close enough, right? Uh, the last time we spoke, I, like I say, I mean, we we didn't know how COVID was gonna go. Yeah. We didn't know what you know the severity of it, and um, I don't have to tell anybody that. It was a it was the, it real, was the deal, real deal, and it shut the whole world down pretty much. Uh, obviously, we're in a new studio since the last time that we talked to you uh, because of COVID. But what's been going on with you since you know through this last year of 2020, this hellacious year that it was? We we really we shut down for about three or four weeks, and we went remote, which we thankfully we had the technology to be able to do that, and. Um, I'll never forget, I'd snuck out of the house because my wife was home, my daughter was home from Ole Miss, and I really wanted to get out of the house like everybody did. Start so crazy. I, I snuck out to the office, and I had a customer call me, Tim McGee from um, Advanced Collision, and he's like, hey, I'm finally ready to buy that lot. And I was like, okay, great, where are you? And he said, I'm standing on it. And I was like, sweet. And I was wearing flip-flops and shorts, and I ran out there and got grass in my toes and stuff. I was like, man, it feels so good to be standing out here. You breathing know, in the fresh breathing, air seeing survey stakes and you sure you want this one he's like yeah i'm ready to go and i was like okay so he just got a co last week um for that building so um yeah we just kind of you know what we do a lot of it's face to face but a lot of it's over the phone and internet so we we had one of the best years we've ever had uh last time we talked about putting the train back on the tracks in gulfport and that's closer to fruition it just takes a long time yeah, a lot of time a lot a of lot planning of, yeah. so you're you're one of the businesses that did well throughout the pandemic is that what you're saying yeah i would say and, and the majority of our customers um along specifically along seaway when the governor and and i thanked him in person for keeping the state open and and keeping deeming things essential businesses so that so that the the folks that manufacture things could keep going keep rolling you know now you're getting and, political 
<laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just, Dan, I'm, I'm just painting just, the edges, coach. Right. I'm painting the edge. Yeah. I've got a baseball coach right. in front we, of me. So. P- p- painting uh, the corners. Politics right? is yeah, one of the, the one of the things that that we list in the description of this show that we like to talk about, and we haven't even really dove into that no. yet. That's that's coming. Well, let's stay yeah. away from that. Yeah. No, so let's no, no, go no, 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 no. We're getting right in the middle of it. Maybe not on this episode, but it's coming. But I agree with everything you said. I think he caught a lot of heat. Every politician that's in office right now during the middle of this pandemic unprecedented right no matter how you you know your political innings are uh let's just keep it on tate reeves they got beat up pretty good for yeah, it yeah um i don't know what the right decision was completely but i'm with you i, I think we I, did a better job than most than yeah, most we yeah. did and and because of that most of our businesses saw little to little to no impact because they were they were insulated right. because they just kept going. Now they did have supply chain issues and, and right. even today they still have some, you know, getting their raw materials and some different things. But because of those decisions that were made early on, uh, most of our businesses that we represent now, you know, we're not talking about hospitality, tourism, right. re- the poor restaurant folks, you know, yeah, they took a beating. the manufacturing sector that stayed open, it did pretty well. We've mentioned a couple of times already that you you were on here um, almost a year ago, but can you explain what y'all are to the people that this is the first time that didn't catch that first episode? Let's go back through that. Let's not skip over that. So we're the Harrison County Development Commission. We're a subset of the the Board of Supervisors of the county. We've been in existence for 62 years. We have a 12-member board that's appointed by each Board of Supervisor appoints one person, each mayor appoints one person, and then the governor appoints two people. So um, that board meets sometimes once a month, sometimes. I think last year we had 54 meetings. So they're, they're pretty active. That was a COVID year, yeah. too. So yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't, we didn't really slow down. Okay. So they're very and, – and so we have a very great – I have a great group of a support team, not only with my commissioners, but then I have a staff of 11 people. Mm-hmm. So we also um, own, maintain, and, and – build new water and sewer facilities on Seaway Road in Gulfport for the Intraplex um, Bernard Bayou Industrial Park and then also the Long Beach Industrial Park. So we have about 300 water and sewer customers that get a nice friendly reminder that they <laughs> owe us some money every month. <laughs> so, um, And we have online bill pay and some other things that we've made easy for them. So um, so I have a great team both in the commission and on my my the team that helps me get everything done every day. Um, and then we do, you know, we do outreach. We, we support the businesses that are already here. We try to recruit new businesses. We have land, but if you want to come to Harrison County, we won't, we welcome you. We, we don't, you know, it's not that you have to come and locate in one of our industrial parks. So um, we, we've got a lot of projects that are centered around that, but we've also, I've got a very, very large project that I would be glad to talk about in a couple of months once it's available, but it'd be talked about, but it's not anywhere Classified. near an industrial park. And it's a, uh, it's a game changer for, for the whole coast and the whole state of Mississippi. So that, that my friends is what they call a teaser. Yeah. yeah. Just leave you hanging, leave you on the hook. Right Maybe you could drop us a little early access on the, on the <laughs> show here. When Absolutely. You, when, you, when you get I will, ready to. I will be glad to come back and, and give you all the, 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 the lowdown. The whole, no yeah. the whole scoop. Because yeah. everybody will be talking about it. Now, I did, see, already. I did see a, an article today. It's funny you mentioned that. And I think I caught this just earlier that 
Microsoft plans to invest $10 million mm -hmm. in the state, yeah. uh, which I don't, to them, that's probably not a ton of money, no, but to no, us, it's, it's like a lot, a right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dollar to them. But that's good for the state of Mississippi, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And um, we've got Google, uh, Google, Amazon. I mean, there's, there's some household names that are investing a lot of money in Mississippi. And I think it goes back to that business climate that we were talking about before. Um, we've, we've had a customer come in from Seattle. They came before Thanksgiving. They've been back four times since, and they've bought property and they've brought friends from LA and, and they, they, they're, they're considering moving full time to Mississippi just because of what they've witnessed because of what they're coming from in Seattle. So probably full lockdown, full Doing lockdown. Nothing. Yeah. California, they, they Seattle, use, they everything. use the word communism, yeah. you know, it's pretty close yeah. to it. So, um, and, and then you look at what the realtors, the realtors are going through. There's a housing shortage and a lot of people are moving from a lot of different places. It's not all California. And, um, you know, sometime I get upset when we're on watching the news and everybody's talking about Florida and Texas, but I think that's kind of okay. Cause I don't know if I want everybody to come here. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fine with, with 10 people instead of a thousand, right. you know, we'll, we'll, let's pick and choose a little bit better and be selective. But you know, what, what we already know about what's great about Mississippi, just like Milton Sagara put out last month, I said, it, this is going to be a chance. So people aren't getting on an airplane. They're going to drive in from Atlanta. They may never have been here before. They're going to witness the food, the hospitality, the people, and they're going to go, man, I had no idea. And yeah. then what happened? Man, they had no idea. And now we were the fastest tourism zone to recover, one of the fastest in the whole country, because they had no idea. Right. And then I was I was meeting with a, another friend of mine, and he was late to lunch, and he was like, man, I'm sorry, but I was out with a guy that shouldn't have been here. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you know, he should be in Miami, New York, L.A., but I was riding around in a car with him in Biloxi showing him real estate. And, I, and he said, I'm glad he's here, but he shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be in our market. And I was like, well, you showed him why he should be here, right? Right. Why not? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, and the Seattle folks fit that same description. You know, everybody that shouldn't be here, come on down and let us show you around because we take the time and invest in the people and show them the culture that is every city in Harrison County has a whole different heartbeat. Right. You know, and even though we didn't get to have Mardi Gras this year, there's value in every one of the cities, not just in Harrison County, but Ocean Springs. But, you know, Bay St. Louis is like spring break for seniors every Thursday through Sunday, awesome, you know, sure. all the time. So um, bringing people that aren't used to that to that, that have been locked down for six months. Oh, yeah. They're like, man, I had no idea. Right. And then they go back and they tell their friends and we, we get those opportunities. So um, that's part of the fun that we have is is helping the people that already know the secrets of, of the coast. Yeah. But exposing some new parrots to it so that when they get back home, they're talking about, man, you wouldn't believe what we did. And, Come check this out. Yeah. I'm all about it. So. We've mentioned that before about a, a smaller like micro example of what you're talking about is uh, crawfish. Uh, a friend of ours, crawfish. I mentioned this before. Yeah. Well, but we always, I get nervous when I hear a friend of mine that travels a lot, uh, say that he sees it in all these different cities that are not in the South. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want that. And I hope they're cooking them terrible because yeah. if yeah. everybody starts buying them, they're going to go up. up. The worst crawfish I've ever eaten. I ate off of a garbage can lid in Houston, Texas, and they were covered in 
some oh, kind of like they dusted them rough. on the outside. Oh, yeah, I don't get that. Horrible. Well, good. I hope they continue oh, to cook them that terrible. way because I don't. You know, we're right here next to a uh, crawfish, crawfish shop, yeah. and I'm talking about yeah. don't buy them. They do. I mean, right. buy them locally. Yeah, yeah, I want you to buy them locally, but my, just not. When I don't my want daughter to was it. here for COVID, every Friday we would go and buy crawfish. We had our own, you know, family crawfish picking selection. You know, mine was about price. Hers was about quality, and yeah, and we we tried every you know within. We didn't leave the county. Well, I guess we did. We went to Bay St. Louis, but um, we tried everybody's crawfish and and ranked them. And uh, that's pretty cool yeah, science experiment. Yeah. Cool. Where, where, yeah. Can you give us a what was the uh, consensus? My no, I don't want to. Yeah, okay. I get it. I'm with it you was on that. all good. It is all yeah. good. There's a ton. It's down. hard to get personal, some bad crawfish. My personal favorite, but I don't like lime so much, is Tarantos. And then that's just convenient yeah, that we're right here buying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, uh, no, but I mean, that brings, you know, a good point is like, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? We want to bring businesses in. We want to bring the economics of the, of the, of the county up, of the state up. Right. But then the, the trade-off is, is that if it really works, right. You lose a small town. Yeah, field. exactly. Yeah. You, you, you have tons of traffic, you know, cause I don't know that our infrastructure, how well it is designed wow. around here to handle, if anything. Look at really, Washington Avenue on a yeah, Friday. I know. And we're nothing. You know, know. Yeah. Look at 90 now that Fort Bayou Bridge is out. It's, yeah. it's, Holy moly. There's yeah. definitely some improvements that yeah. can be made, right? <laughs> I, I had a prospect in, back to that teaser, and I was taking them from past Christiane down the beach to my office. And the one day at 3 o'clock that the Cow and Lorraine Bridge decided to stay up. Yep cost me an hour and 15 minutes yeah. to go half a mile to my office across the island they thought it was cool but i was i was furious right right because i wasted an hour and a half driving them you know which they thought was great they got to see the back side of the airport they got to see right. some neighborhoods they got to see a lot of yeah. water but that's not what i wanted to do with them for an hour no, and 15 right. minutes no, yeah you know? and luckily you maybe kind of played it off a little bit like it was the scenic route but yeah. that could deter somebody oh from i was calling them i'm sorry i'm sorry they're like no this is okay and it was the school was letting out oh, so it was even traffic. worse yeah, yeah you know so when we finally got to the office and then when when they followed up they were they sent an email and said hey thanks for the visit we even enjoyed the detour and i was like detour because I'd wiped it out of my mind because yeah. it was so negative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, great, yeah. You mean sitting in traffic for an hour yeah. and a half? Yeah. yeah. I, guess. I guess the big city guys, they, that to them, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know? It was just an adventure. Yeah. So... Well, so so good to hear that you still made it through, uh, you know, COVID and did and actually didn't just make it through, like did better. So um, that's great. I love, I love those stories for sure. But one of the reasons that you're here today is to talk about a specific event that y'all have coming up in the not too distant future. Is that correct? Yeah. Before we get to that, though, okay. Let me put my plug in for the Sea Force with the kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry about that. So correct. we got a grant from Coast Electric and Mississippi Power to fund that for the next year. So with COVID, we had to kind of close that down. Um, right now, I think we have seven students. Uh, we have two guys that are working in an auto shop on Pass Road that are that are going to go to trade school, but as they're seniors in high school, they get to work on those cars, which is their passion. We have another student that um, is actually into 3D printing, which is what we're about to talk to, but yeah. he's doing carpentry. Um, Wait. And, um, and then we've got um, some of our existing students have graduated from high school. They've gone to college. They, they're still hanging out with us. Um, so we've, you know, we're, we're still growing that program and kind of putting it back together after COVID. Um, but we really, the goal of the program at C4CMS.org, um, and it's to get these students 
kind of to test drive what they think they want to do for their career so they don't go off and spend a bunch of money and then decide to, you know, become an accountant and they don't like accounting. Right. So It's um, basically like a high school co-op. Yeah. Suit, right? Yeah. Half a day school, half a day work. However and it, it, works it, works, it works between the schools. So we, we have a great partnership with all the schools in Harrison County. So the schools are basically our bird dogs that say, hey, we've got Jamie and he wants to work at um, the auto shop. So Jamie, it's not Jamie, what's his name? Logan. Um actually found the job, found the shop, found us, put his own deal together. We're Wait. like, yeah, sure. So we we pay the we pay Logan to work at the auto shop that he wants to work at. And and he gets that experience that he gets to put on his resume and then he's going to go to trade school. Um and and our hope is he's going to trade school in the Carolinas. I hope he comes back. I hope the Carolinas yeah. don't steal him. You know, so so the idea is Logan's building a relationship with that guy at that shop. He goes off and gets trained. Comes back. He comes back home because he likes the coast. His family's here. He gets to see his grandmother on the weekends or whatever that may be. And 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 we don't have the brain drain anymore because Man. we've made those relationships with the business owners and the students. And then the business owners come back to us and are like, how many Logans do you have? Yeah. Like, how many do you want? The, you know, it everybody's not, needing work right now. It may sure. not be apparent at first though, what you, but what you talk about the brain drain, that's a real thing. You know, oh, yeah. if you don't have something going on inside of your state, that's going to keep your most talented people here. They're going they're, somewhere They're going to go to those other bigger cities. Yeah. That, why would they stay here? Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of times it's, it's the, it's the intersection of the student who may or may not know what they want to do and the business who doesn't know that that student's out there and you create that collision and now you've got a new relationship. And then that student says, you know, I really like Joey. Probably, yeah. probably not, but no, um, probably not. Really Joey. Like no, no, no. Um, not very popular. different name. We use a different yeah. name. Yeah. That's all good. <laughs> but do this. And then they, they're like, you know, I think I might want to work for Joey when I get out of school or maybe I, I, I'd really, I can't afford to go to school right now. Joey's giving me an opportunity. I'm going to, I'm going to, ride this as long as I can and maybe I'll go back to school later or maybe I don't need to go to school. Maybe I, you know, maybe, maybe I can be a plumber and, yeah. and, and, and enjoy it. Do just fine. You need tons of that. Yeah. And I think, I think we, we touched on this last time. Everybody's force fed, get a degree, get a right. degree, get a degree. And the technical jobs, you know, they're out there and you can make a pile of money off oh, of yeah. it. And with y'all's program, you don't go and spend a bunch of money first and then figure out, oh, I really don't want to do it. I mean, you right. get to shop around basically. Well, we, we had we had a meeting with some manufacturers, and we were talking about this program, and we were also talking to them about how do we help you find the people you're looking for, whether they're in high school or not. Because mm-hmm. everybody's looking for the same person. They want somebody that can show up on time. They don't have to be certified and trained. They'll, they'll train the right person. So we had that business owner telling us what they were looking for, and it's, you know, the job he was describing pays about $70,000 a year and it goes up from there. Wow. Four days later, we have the kid, I can't remember his name, I think his name's Walt. The carpenter kid mm-hmm. was an absolute 100% perfect match for that manufacturer and they didn't know each other existed until we had those conversations within three days of each other. So mm-hmm. we created that collision. Um and that's a good that's a good starting point for a kid. Yeah, you know I don't know how yeah. old you say coming out of high school. Or yeah, he's a out. he's a senior in high school. Yeah, I mean that's that's impressive. Yeah, you know, and if he doesn't have to uh, waste a bunch of time in college or 
with the wrong studies or whatever. So right, and then and you know, in some of these businesses, you can you know, with what we learned through COVID, guess what? Everything's online now anyway. That's so you it. could go to work during the day and go to school online if you if if that's really what your passion is, um, or your desire to to get to that next level. But mm-hmm. there's a lot. There's so many more opportunities. I mean, I you know. I didn't have, I mean, everybody's like, why, why are you doing that? Well, nobody did it for us. Why should yeah. we do it for that? Well, because I want those students to be able to say, I'm doing what I want to do and what I love to do. And when we do that, then there's going to be less turnover. Yep. When we have mm-hmm. people doing what they're really passionate about, that they really enjoy doing, then... The products get better. The work yeah. gets better. I yeah. mean, you got people you don't have to go to three or four jobs to figure out what you want right. to do in your That's life. Right. And when somebody's yeah. really in their zone doing it, yeah. the quality of their output is tremendously increased. Yeah. You're so. not job jumping for fifty cents an hour. And That's right. Those right. kinds of That's things right. too. You That's already right. know what's on the table. Yeah, it's great, man. I, I love that program. I've been a fan of it since I heard about it. Since you told me about it, you'd think that that would be something that was kind of automatically built into the high school systems, but I guess it's just not. It's you know. Time and money kill all deals. Yeah. Or right. lack of time and money. Right. So it's it's one of those things that we we created ourselves. We're proud of it. It's duplicatable. Um and we you know, we because of the relationship we have with the teachers and the and the, the spies we have in the high school, you know, the businesses are the winners because they get the they get to cherry pick. I mean, it's not like a blind draw. Here's Joey and mm-hmm. That's you right. Know, Jared, y'all have to work together. Right. Joey gets to interview four students and pick the best match for them, you know? So, um, and then, and then the student, you know, has to show up. They have to do all those things. If they don't like Joey, they can come back to me and say, yeah, it's not really what I thought. Yeah. And that is, that's what the program's for. That's yeah. what it's designed yeah. for. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's trial and error, but it, it rarely do we get, the the student coming back and saying you know I just Not this work. isn't what I'm doing you know and yeah. the business owner they respect the fact that the students are students they've got school they've got tests they've got and then we've got I mean this flyer was done by Peyton who graduated last year and now he goes to um, um, USM at the coast Long, Long, Long Beach, Beach. Campus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so he works for us. Our rules with Peyton are, well, I'll see you the next time I see you because I never know if he's going to be there tomorrow or Monday or, you know, but when he's there, he's doing stuff. He's doing a lot of stuff. Well, that's a great segue into into one of the reasons you're here. And I can actually flash that on the screen right now. So let's let's talk about that. That's the uh, 3D printed things and wings, right? And uh, we were chatting about this before we went live and we've got Eddie hanging out in the uh, the waiting room here. But let's go over the fly- flyer real quick uh, and kind of just briefly explain explain the event and what it is. So thanks to Eddie. Yes. Um, this will be the only stop that the Stratasys VIP tour will make in the state of Mississippi. Um, Eddie made them pull over for a couple of hours in my parking lot, and we decided we'd throw a food truck in on top of it with True Wings from Ocean Springs. Oh, the best. And, hard to beat. Yeah. And all I've seen is the pictures, because I go back to not wanting to stand in line, but I can't wait. So, it's good. Uh, it's we, amazing. We, we had it multiple times. He was yeah. in the downtown yeah. Biloxi event two weekends ago. Peter Anderson long. Festival. Yep. Yeah, I brought him out to one of the events that I threw on. It, I've, yeah, you're going you're gonna to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're and, – and we're going to – you know, the, I think we're limited to like 150, first 150 people – you know, because we don't we don't want him to <laughs> underprepare, or overprepare. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. Um, and it's all it's all free. So then after that, you get a, you get to go through the tour with the Stratus and and just see what this technology is 
is capable of today versus what it was even two years ago. So um, Eddie can talk in a lot more specifics, and we'll have to we'll have to wind him down a little bit because okay. he gets wound he gets up. Wound up. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flash this one more time for the people that are li- uh, watching, and I'm going to read it off here for y'all that are listening. Uh, 3D printed things and wings. They're showcasing this 3D printers. These you know this is this is, these are the big boys here. This is commercial grade yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. You can get some for your home. Yeah. They have smaller ones, but not this is not. Uh, specifically what we're talking about. We're talking about industrial, commercial these, size these cost stuff. cost as much as a Real home. Correct, correct. And you're going to get to de- uh, see them demo this stuff. Uh, they've got a tractor trailer here behind a truck where they got all the products inside. You can take a look at what's going on. The wings from True Wings are going to be free. You do have to register um, to, to attend the event, and that's just as a COVID precaution. It's going to be April 6, 2021, this year. From noon to 2 p.m. and it is located at it's actually the, noon to five. Wings are noon to two. Excuse me. Yeah, sure is. I, don't have my, I had to take my glasses off for the time. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, just winging it that. right yeah, now. Yeah, just winging it. So <laughs> noon to five. You're uh, winging it literally. There yeah. you go. No pun there intended. Um, and it's uh, at the Interplex Partway in Gulfport, which so, is the uh, Harrison County Development Commission office with its freshly paved parking lot just for this event. And that's y'all's home base. That, yes. home base. Home base. All right, let's bring Eddie in. He's been sitting there Eddie patiently probably chewing all his nails off. He's begging to get in. He's going to pay me back for this time. Eddie, delay. sorry about well, that, I man. At, I am at my stand-up desk. That's for sure. Okay. What's going on, man? How are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, I know Bill said I brought this down there, but the reason why I brought it down there is because Bill is such a cheerleader for the coast. Uh, when they said, "Where do you think we need to have this?" there wasn't even a second choice, and Bill jumped <laughs> on it, and I wanted to thank him for that. So he tells us that you are the guru when it comes to 3D printers. Is this correct? <clears throat> That's what I tell everybody. I've been in it for <laughs> 21 years. And he's humble too, yeah. also, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah he's also yeah. a humble guy. Uh, but no, so give us give us like the, uh, the uh, we were talking earlier, the third grade level to begin with at least <laughs> of, w- okay. of what a 3D printer is for people that may be listening to this that actually they've heard about it, but they don't really know what it is, right? Um. Well, a 3D printer um, is what's called additive technology. So if you know like a machine tool, you start with a block and you cut away what you don't want. Additive technology, you put down only what you want, all right? Which means you can print, I call them snowflakes, right? Like uh, you can print uh, uh, customized eyeglasses or individual shoes or... Um, you've, you've heard of the smile direct club, right? Uh, the folks that do the teeth aligner, yeah, Invisalign yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, Invisalign. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those, Not those, to take all of those, away that's a billion dollar company <laughs> or several billion dollar companies. Everything they do is 3d printed. Yeah. And it's, it cuts down on waste. Uh, the material, the, the product is typically uh, stronger, correct too? Cause there's no joints. Uh, it's che- It should be cheaper. Am, am I getting this right? Depending on what you're manufacturing, it's about the same strength as regular ABS plastic, or you know, there are different grades of plastic. Okay, that's what uh, I was so gonna... yeah, there are some stuff that's uh, I call it sledgehammer hard, and others will um, you know melt in a pizza oven. Okay, so it depends on the material, but I'm not I'm told not to get down into the weeds. So <laughs> let's just let's just say there's strong stuff. There's uh, uh, stuff that'll handle lots of different types of temperatures. You know, it's used in aerospace. There are specific materials that are approved to be inside of aerospace. There are 
we have a middle school uh, that owns a Fortis 450, which is one of those machines that Bill said costs as much as a house. Mm. It's about a quarter million dollar machine. And uh, that middle school has actual parts on an international space station. Sweet. Um, do, do you, I, really crazy. I want to say I saw something about a company that they may even be out at Stennis somewhere that they're trying to actually 3D print um, the rockets. Relativity space. Is that the name of the company? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw. I don't remember where I even saw that and at. Stennis. Yeah, but they're 3D printing the the housing for the rockets. Is that am I saying that appropriately? Printing the whole rocket. Right. Right. Which is could be that's uh that's different I than plastics stuff, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah about the size of three foot by um three foot by two foot yeah <clears throat> these are about slightly the biggest bigger. we can go yeah. until you glue them together so you can do stuff like we have stuff at nissan and mercedes and honda we do a lot with automotive we do a lot with aerospace the defense contractors a ton with defense contractors i already mentioned dental dental's a huge market um I did this. Uh, can you see my camera? I sure can. This is, yeah, we got it. Okay, so this is a floating F-16 that I took off a um, uh, animation that they did at uh, Army Corps of Engineers. And if you notice the, that there are some, it's floating in clear plastic. Yeah. And the pit, the the uh, color that's on here is all where the wind is or the air that's going over the wings and that's different colors based on how much pressure is going. Now and that's uh, cool. so that's cool. that is, uh, that took us a little while to figure out, but that's kind of cool. Outside. And that's also like simple stuff like this. This is a tool holder that, um, Mercedes made for, you know, air, air tools. Okay. Right. So, um, they just, uh, this is a nylon, and they can use this over and over again. It costs, uh, they're able, if it breaks uh, within a few hours, they can print another one. Yeah, so pretty much anything you can put your mind around, you can put in that 3D printer that's the size, right? Yeah, so here's a working crescent wrench. That's, a, that's really cool. And what kind of pressures can that thing hold? I mean, is it comparable to not, it? <laughs> not very much. Not much? This okay. Is, you know, no. In plastic, it, it's just, uh, a lot of the time, it's pretty much just, you know, you're, you're, let's say a school, a student at school has an idea, they can draw it out and then print it out and test their theory, you know, um, before they fab up the original thing. Right. And then, uh, once they get the form fit and feel, um, then they can go ahead and spend the money on real tooling and get it approved by marketing and they can paint these things. They can, they can code them. They can do anything you can imagine. You anything you do to your car. Uh, there's a really good series with um, um, uh, old Tonight Show guy uh, Jay Leno yep. that uh, will take a part from an old car, scan it, then clean it up, fix it, print it out, paint it, put it back on the car. It was a 1902 Crazy. steam engine where he needed the part that didn't exist, and he created. So he it made on it a 3D himself. Printer, yeah. Wow. That Jay Lynn is, is a sharp and that, guy, and that, and that kind of a part can can hold up to where it needs to. Yeah. He well, he he built the prototype, and then he took it to a casting. Okay. Facility. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm getting a little metal. lost at. So yeah. I, yeah. I see. So you. So, but there's all those different applications. You mock it up before you do correct, the actual. Correct. Yeah. See that it works, and then send it to someone who can tool it. The the video that goes along with this tour that's on YouTube, um, of the people that have watched it, which is gonna 
you know, ring true to a lot of your audience. Um, there's a boat propeller in there and yeah. everybody's like, Oh, I want, you know, can I print my own propeller? So I have, I a did spare? notice that yeah. it's funny that you say yeah. that it's funny that you say it's the first thing it's blue. There's the first yeah. thing I yeah. noticed in the video. Yeah. yeah. So on the coast, that seems to be a pretty popular item. Yeah. yeah we like boat, boat props around yeah. here. For sure. Now they're, they're kind of expensive when they tear up, right? I just replaced one. Yeah. They are expensive. Yeah. Is, is that something that would hold up or is that still prototype? That's an Eddie, Eddie question. Eddie. Eddie, can we print props that will power a boat and not have a problem with it? Or are these still prototypish type stuff? Uh, well, uh, both is true. Uh, if you really have uh, technology, uh, real high-end technology, you could probably uh, print it under low pressure. Um, but if you really want one that will make your boat fly through the water, you'll you print out that uh, piece is kind of like a wax. Right. And you put it into a you make a sand casting out of it. So you you pour hot lead. And it will melt away the plat or the uh, it'll take the shape of that uh, wax, and that's how it's made. Okay. So it's yeah. a lot easier than making a mold, right? Right, because a mold you could uh, it's hard to get those pr props out of there. Um, yeah, you got to break know, them up. You got to break them up. So they yeah. do sand casting so that you you uh, pack the sand in really hard. You pour in liquid that will fry the uh, the the uh wax and then what you have left is a boat prop yeah i'm just i'm seeing like you taking that like just for the prop example you know running it through creating it in a program they i'm sure they can do the uh how it's going to interact in the water through that program make tweaks in the design there then like you say print the prototype out and have a, a testable product like super quick right so from idea to to testable product it's a lot more streamlined and a lot quicker than i guess a few years ago mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah. You you name the application. We've we work. Our company works with all the NASCAR teams, so they actually create customized um, steering wheels for the cars by driver, uh, where their hands actually hold onto the steering wheel with the connectors exactly where the they need to be. Uh, they create created parts that can go on a working car to cool the brakes down because you know it's like go fast, hit the brakes. Go fast. Turn left. That's how Jerry <laughs> was driving to get oh, over here. Yeah. 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 That's the way to that's the way you get through the traffic down there too. So um, but they make parts that will generate airflow around the brakes to keep the brakes from um and that's actual working parts. So um uh it we're getting more and more towards actually printing products. So I'm working with a company in Tennessee that is uh, they bought one printer. And now just the other day, they bought three more uh, because they were they're building more and more and more of their robotic arm tooling on the end with uh, with 3D printing because they can do some geometries that you can't cut. You know, you can't cut certain types of you, know, you can't go underneath an angle to cut it, but you can print it. Right. As yeah. a. Uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. they uh, they didn't realize how. Um, how important this technology was till they started using it. And now they've, they built, they're building their whole company around the technology. And we have a local company, um, Keith Huber, that builds vacuum trucks up on 49. When they do a PTO swap out on a freight line or a Peterbilt or mm -hmm. Mack truck, that PTO weighs a lot, mm -hmm. like several hundred pounds. Well, if you print that in plastic and you mock it up and you can hold it up, go, yep, that's the it right fits. one. Yeah. And you've got all those scaled up on the wall so that you know what that is. 
it's a big time savings to make sure you've got the right the right conversion Absolutely. because that those are sense. custom conversions that they yeah. have to do in their in their shop so that that's an application that we've we've talked about here um there's another company that that does the plastic corners if you're on a ferry it's just a little tiny plastic corner and they have to get them from australia and sometimes they can get them and sometimes they can't you know because of covid and other things right so you want a thousand of those you could print a thousand of them because they're so small and have them when you need them instead of having to wait for them to come from australia right yeah, I think if 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 ever there was a year to prove the importance of the uh, distribution chain of yeah. manufacturing, it God was this year, right? Yeah. Um, Eddie, explain to the people that are listening if if they're going to come out to the event, what will they see being demonstrated in your in the trailer here? It looks like I'm, I'm looking at the flyer right here. What will they? What all will they experience? Well, uh, we're there's a couple of machines in there. One is a Polyjet machine, which is actually a rotary table that can print full color models. So if you can imagine it in color, it can print it in color. If you can draw it in color. You're also gonna see an FDM machine, but they've got individual stations around the trailer. So you're gonna see a bunch of applications in medical. You'll see a bunch of applications in automotive. You'll see a bunch of applications in standard tooling, like jigs and fixtures and so on. You'll see a whole area that focuses on education can see another whole area that focuses on, um, let's see, medical, uh, medical, dental, automotive, Jason fixtures, and um, anyway, those areas. So you get a tour guide. We take six people in at a time. So if people are coming, they need to sign up and uh, we'll get a time. Uh, when you can come through, uh, the COVID rules is doing the six at a time thing. Yeah. And we have a couple of tour guides that will tour, tour you through front door, in one door, out the other. And um, we're uh, because uh, we already have, I think it's somewhere around 22 people signed up already. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're bringing uh, more tables and a tent and some bunch of other materials. Uh, so there'll be parts laying around so people can, can um we'll be able to see some other examples without going through the tour. So let's talk about the competition version and why I wanted to be on y'all's show. Okay. So Eddie, where else, what other cities by name is this going to? Uh, we were in Orlando. We went to, um, uh, along the coast. We're going to be in Houston. Um, they're going to be, they're having one up in Huntsville. Um, I think they've gone through Atlanta already. Charlotte. Uh, I tell you what, they they actually canceled one that was going through um, Tampa. Didn't get enough people signed up. They gave it to our company, and we got a bunch of people to sign up. But yeah, they're all big cities, huge. Cities. So they're huge cities, according to Eddie. Yeah, they're not yeah. Gulfport. No. no so go. Gulfport, I'm going to make a prediction, is going to beat every one of those other cities about fourfold because we're bringing wings. That's right. And uh, the 3D smart, printed things. Which is smart. Yeah. And, and, and Eddie's going to be there. So, but, but the whole concept is it to me, because of Eddie's help to have this land in Mississippi, if you're listening, you need to come by that I love day. It. Even if Check you ever out. even thought about thinking about might even don't even know how to spell 3D, you right. might want to come by because <laughs> at least you it. get some good wings. <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. That, that, so, I can guarantee that. And yeah. and then I want to put the numbers out and go back to Eddie's company and say, 
I told you we'd beat the fool out of all those other places. I love it. Because Gulfport often doesn't get the chances that we deserve, just like we talked about with tourism in Milton. Here's our chance. Yep. To dominate. To show. And, you know, and hopefully for Eddie, because he's in sales, we'll get some people who are like, yeah, I want one of those. I want to try one out. And then they're going to be like his customer in Tennessee, and then they need three because they tried one. Or two. Or two. Yeah. I love it. I love your enthusiasm. You just have to cut us back in on that, Eddie, when you get all those sales. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got machines at Stennis uh, with the Davy and the National Data Buoy Center. We have a bunch of machines over at uh, Keesler Air Force Base. They use them in their training department. Um, Pretty, yeah. So there there are certain groups that have really adopted it really well, and we just need to get more people to think about it. Awesome, yeah. man. Well, Eddie, we appreciate mm-hmm. your time. We can't, uh, we can't wait to see uh, the turnout there. I know Bill's pumped, man. I could see it in his eyes. Yeah, there. he's over he's here slamming the table. <laughs> he's he's ready, ready to go. He's ready to destroy all these other cities with the That's turnout. Right. So. I, even if I've got to rent a bus and bring them in. <laughs> <the parking lot. laughs> so, I got some kids that'll go awesome. for sure. That's awesome. Well, yeah. look, thank you for taking your time out to talk to us today. And uh, I, I think it's super cool what you're doing, man. All right, thanks. Appreciate thanks, it, Eddie. All right, man. That was awesome. Bill, thanks for coming and stopping by, man. I hope yeah. I hope people are listening. I hope y'all are, uh, you know, it's uh, April the 6th. Like we said, hey, where can they register? Because uh, like we said, the COVID precautions, we got we to gotta make sure we do that. We've got masks and all that stuff. Is yep. any of that? Re- yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I, you know, the governor. Yeah. The yeah. No, hey, bro, yeah. this is yeah. A, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, it's America, a, dude. It's a personal oh, decision. decision. Personal, personal decision. Choice. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. So, nobody so um, and, and Marsha in my office, who's like the, the COVID most scared person we have i thought when i told her i was going to roll all these people into the parking lot yeah. she was like i's off that day right because she didn't want to be anywhere <laughs> but she's been one of the most excited people about having this and and having the event and it took peyton four revisions of marcia's um proofreading to get this flyer just right so um but yeah it, it's it's a you got to register um you can call my office. You can go on msco.org under events, and there's a QR code that you can just scan on your yep. phone. And um, there's also constant contact. I mean, we'll you know find us and we'll find you and get you registered. And and even if you don't register beforehand, just show up that day and we'll register you in the parking lot. And we Perfect. Just, we want to have fun. We this is going to be our first event, really. I love it. Um, we were going to have a yeah. Christmas party, and then covid we were going to do a thing with the kids for you know to celebrate the parents and the teachers and and all the people involved and the students and we were going to do that and do that covid friendly and then we decided against that and then we were going to have a christmas party and we decided against that so this is really our first chance to to do something and it's all outdoors and it's covid yeah, they're going to be cleaned, cleaned up. Clean the trailer yeah, in between yeah, groups of yeah. six. You mentioned that. I don't know if yeah. we said it yet, but yeah, yeah. Clean, the, clean the trailer. It's all going to be, uh, you know, safety is, is going to be taken seriously. And so. if there are any uh, priests, preachers, pastors, please pray for great weather on April 6th, yeah. like today. Just yep. a little warmer than today, a little less windy if I get to custom out, you know, about 72 degrees. Dial it in. Three to five mile an hour winds. <laughs> That's April it. 6th from That's noon it. to five. We're, After you're that, on it the, snow. You're huh? on the team. Yeah, so. sweet. We appreciate you coming by, stopping by, talking. I love what you're doing. Uh, great programs, people. I hope y'all are listening, man. People are trying to bring business into the state, trying to uh, develop the youth here and keep them on the right path. Um, and really utilize all the uh, the beautiful talent, the beautiful minds that we hear right uh, that we have right here on the Gulf Coast. Yep. Right. Train them here and get them back. Thank yep. y'all for all you do. 
with the show and what you do in your personal lives and, and all you do to help the coast too. Well, yeah, Appreciate it's a pleasure. Is your team yeah. still winning, Coach? Yeah, we won. Oh, okay. <laughs> little humble brag there thank y'all for listening we appreciate it and we will see y'all on the next one appreciate it thanks so much for checking out the episode hope you dug it if you're enjoying the show make sure you're following us on all the social platforms that's at brownwater b all one word we're on facebook instagram twitter youtube tiktok you name it we're there be sure to check us out and uh if you're really enjoying the show and you want to be a supporter man jump over to brownwaterbanter.com we have all kind of merch for sale we have our uh, leather patch uh, Richardson 112 snapback hats. We've got t-shirts, dry fit hoodies, dry fit short sleeve, dry fit long sleeves, uh, cotton t-shirts. So whatever you were looking for, we got you covered there. Once again, thanks so much for checking us out and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Brown water banter.